I'm Dwight Bingham. Welcome to the Justice for All podcast show, where we discuss all things social and criminal justice related, from the front end to the back end, and everything in between. You have a right to remain silent, because anything you say can and will be held against you. You have a right to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, one will be appointed for you. You're in the self-incrimination protection zone, where there is no cruel and unusual punishment, no illegal search and seizure. The exclusionary rule has you covered. So sit back, relax, and become sold on this week's episode. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Justice for All podcast show. I'm DeWitt Bingham, your host. Thank you for tuning in to the show that discusses all things social justice and criminal justice, where the goals are to inform you, the American citizen, of your constitutional rights, to provide educational occupational guidance to high school and college students, and to be a voice for change. I'm excited about today's show because we're going to again freestyle on today. Last week, Daniela had a conflict and could not appear on the show. And so this is her makeup. So the final episode will be from an emerging young lady's point of view. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to some and present to others, Miss Daniela Aguilar Sosa. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Daniela. Hi, hi. This is finals week, and I must ask you, how are you feeling? Um, I'm a little stressed, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's a stressful week. <laughs> okay, sure. go ahead. Yeah. How many How many total credit hours do you did you take this semester? I took um, this semester. I'm taking four classes. I don't know how much how many hours that would be. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so, but you are holding it together. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Very good. We are going to give you an opportunity to tell us anything that you have learned from taking the course, just like we did Abram on last week. But before we do that, let's allow the audience to meet you. Segment one, Daniela is for the educational and occupational guidance of high school and college students. The way we accomplish this is by having our guests introduce themselves. So if you would, tell the audience where you were born and raised, what high school you attended, what you plan to major in, why you enrolled in the course, and give us one career goal. Um, so I was born and raised in here actually in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh, I attended and graduated from uh, Bloomington High School. Oh, so you're a Purple Raider. Yeah. <laughs> Once a Raider, always a Raider, right? Always a Raider, yes. <laughs> That's what um, they told my kids. <laughs> and I enrolled in this class because I wanted to I, I want to transfer to ISU. And in order to, to transfer and the major that I want to go in, which is criminal law, it requires for me to take the class, and I also took it for personal interest. Awesome. Okay. And give us one career goal. Uh, my career goal would be uh, to increase professional knowledge and training 
um, as well to continue to learn more about the career I want to go into. Okay. All right. Very good. And so then your goal is to transfer to that great institution just down the road, Illinois State, and become an Illinois State Redbird? Yes, yes. That would be awesome, Daniela. You know why? Because you will actually run into Mr. Bingham down there as well. Oh, that's nice. It's a requirement that you actually complete what we call an internship. And yeah. uh, yes, a professional internship where you would actually have the opportunity for professional practice in the area or at the agency of your desire. And Mr. Bingham will be the one to assist you in setting that all up. And so after this class, you will not get away from Mr. Bingham if you actually transfer to Eldor State <laughs> University. <laughs> all right. Very good. I was just trying to give you, I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. Very good. We got a purple Raider and we got somebody that's going to transfer to Illinois State University to, to become a Redbird. All right. Segment two. Constitutional rights. We've learned a great deal about due process rights and criminal justice related amendments. Tell the audience, what is your favorite constitutional right? My favorite would be the due process right, which would be the fifth one, the Fifth Amendment. and. I also added into that the 14th Amendment. Okay. It, it's the the amendment with the grant citizenship to all people that were born or naturalized in the United States. You actually, for that reason, are drawn to the 14th Amendment? Yes, yes. Okay. Awesome. Very good. We're going to get into talking a little bit about that constitutional right, the 14th Amendment which guarantees an individual due process under the law. As part of segment two, we're going to begin our discussion about the class in general. And Daniela, what I would like for you to do is tell our audience what you have learned. I asked Daniela to pick three things that she has learned while she has taken this course or throughout this course and I'm just going to add instantaneously uh, my comments to whatever she points out that she has learned. We've talked about community corrections, criminal justice process, sentencing, jails and prisons, victims, criminal law, law enforcement, court participants, the court, the trial, probation and parole, and juvenile justice. So let's start with the first thing that's at the top of your list, Daniela. Um, okay, I really enjoyed the um, the class this semester. Um, okay. There were very interesting topics that were covered. And going into the semester, I was like a little worried about the class because um, I would have preferred it if it was in person. Okay. But I did. I did. I mean, I would like to say I did. Um, I did well as an online like you made the class go like easier and stuff. You have done outstanding, I must say. Thank you. And you said so you're saying that it has been very easy for you to navigate. Yeah, the the assignments that were um, posted, it was easy to it wasn't hard and it wasn't like I could understand. Awesome. That is music to my ears, Daniela. <laughs> All right. Very good. But the topics that I really enjoyed or that were interesting to me was uh, the criminal law. 
um, the criminal def- uh, defenses. And oh. the other one, which was um, covered, was professionalism of law enforcement. Okay. And last one was sentencing. Awesome. Okay. Very good. And so is there anything in particular that you enjoyed about the sentencing part of the Um, process? Well, I guess all of these topics like go hand in hand, like they all, um, they're all some like in some way connected and the sentencing chapter, I wouldn't have thought that like, Personally, like when I when when you think about like the court and sentencing, it's just like I I just thought it was like you you sentence somebody like so like so many like years in prison and stuff. But there was actually more going into it. Like I learned a lot. Okay. All right. Yes. A lot of people don't really understand that the trial phase and the sentencing phase are two separate things. Once an individual actually is convicted or found guilty or pleads guilty to a criminal offense, the sentencing phase is separate from that. And the court takes into consideration both mitigating and aggravating factors, which is probably a couple of things that you learned along the way as well. The judge will consider both positive things that an individual has done in their life and also has to consider those negative things that are a part of the situation and circumstances surrounding the the criminal act that he or she has committed. And uh, you probably have learned, too, that there's a report that actually is written to inform the judge of, a, of many things that he or she considers when it's uh, time to hand down that sentencing. Yeah? Uh, yes, and I think, well... To be specific in what I want to go into, it, it would be like I want to become a, a lawyer. So the um, the part where like the the factors that like um go into was like I really enjoyed like the the information that I got from the defense like attorney and stuff like that. Awesome. It was all very interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Daniela. So would you you so you are you saying that you prefer to be a defense attorney or prosecutor? Because a lot of people don't know that there are two sides in the American courtroom and it's somewhat of an adversary system. Everybody has to work together. But on one side, you have the prosecutor who is advocating for the state or advocating for the victim are advocating for the one who has been perpetrated against. And on the other side, you have the defense attorney who's advocating for the one who is has allegedly violated the law. And the defense attorney is presenting facts and information and questioning witnesses on that individual's behalf. And I know some people who have become judges who started out on the side of the defense, they were defense attorneys. And I know judges or individuals who have become judges and they were on the prosecutor side. Is there an area uh, area or particular side that you would want to practice on? Um, I'd say like, I'd say I'd go with like the defense attorney just because of, 
like all the facts and stuff that I have to collect and like that would have to be presented in court and like going against like an uh, like the other person and stuff. Awesome, Daniela. Okay. Former President Trump. Now, you mentioned that one of the reasons why you actually are drawn to the 14th Amendment is because of immigration. Did I catch that right? Yes. And oh. I, I guess I wasn't specific enough, but like I want to be like um uh, an immigration lawyer. Yeah. Awesome, Daniela. Okay. So former President Donald Trump, speaking for the Republican Party, remarked that the United States Constitution should be terminated and are set aside. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah. Former President Donald Trump. Do you Are you familiar with him? Yes. The, the former president of the United States? Yes. Okay. He remarked or stated that the United States Constitution should be terminated and are set aside which means that people wouldn't have any rights. And so if an individual is legally trying to enter into the country, that means that we should be able to decide just randomly who can actually come into the country and who cannot come into the country. In other words, the Constitution would affect immigration as well. So what are your thoughts on somebody saying that we should set aside or get rid of the United States Constitution? Uh, personally, I don't I don't think that would be a, like I don't think that's a good idea to get rid of it. Just because, like you said, then nobody would be able to have rights. And I just think that's something like really important as a citizen, as a citizen to like be able to have rights and be able to, you know, just have something that could like. Um, how do I say this? Um, protect me in, in a way. Absolutely. Because one of the things that came to my mind, Daniela, is the dreamers and are kind of out in limbo in terms of being able to remain in the country throughout their entire life. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, and then I, again, I think he, yeah, I think he also got rid of the, um, that whole um, process. Okay, when he when he was president, he yeah, actually when he was president. Well, he put the, he put that process whereby an individual could go through to become a United States citizen. Is that what you're yeah. referring to? Yeah. Okay. Are you? Considered to be a dreamer? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think I would be considered because I was born here in the United States. I think the dreamers are the kids from that were brought into the United States when they were really young, but they naturalized here. So I don't. I, I don't think I would be considered. Awesome. All right. Segment three: Being a voice for change. Before I ask you, what say Daniela? about white supremacy and Black Lives Matter. Based on the most recent bulletin issued by the FBI, there is no secret that statistically speaking, white supremacy is the biggest national threat we face in the United States. With that in mind, as an emerging adult who grew up in a predominantly white America, what say Daniela 
about white supremacy and Black Lives Matter? Well, um, I think one of the questions that were asked was if I thought that if white supremacy existed. And personally, I think it does in the, in this country. I, I feel like that whole, like, the white, the white supremacy, I feel like it sometimes undermines the Black Lives Matter movement by saying, like, that all lives matter. But, like, if we see it in a bigger picture and in reality, like, we can see that in the system, there's a lot of minorities that aren't being treated with equality. And I just think that's something really important that needs to be put out there and that needs to change. Awesome, Daniela. So what I hear you saying is that white supremacy is a reality. And that yes. and we know that all lives matter, right? Yes. And when we say that black lives matter, we're not saying that no other life matters. Right. Okay, very good. And so those like the Christian nationalists, the anti-Semitic are individuals with anti-Semitic views, those who are racist and and believe in the principles and precepts of the KKK. That's not somebody that is, how can I say that? That's not somebody who is friendly to black and brown people. Right, right. Okay. Let me ask you this, Daniela, since you are a, what we would consider a person of color, Okay. Yes. Do you have one solution that you would like to put forth that might help people stop hating people of color like myself and like you? I don't think I mean, if we look at it like in 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 the real world, I don't think there's ever going to be a solution to this problem cuz I mean, racism will always like it, it's always going to be there, like even if we don't want it to, it's always going to be there. But like, I would say that. I mean, we're all equal. We have the same body parts and like, you know what I mean? It's just it, I mean, I don't know why. I don't I, I don't understand sometimes how people could be so mean to other people, but like we're the same. We're all created like the same. Excellent. The word of God says that we all were created in the image of God, right? Right. Yes. We all bleed red, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome, Daniela. All right. I asked everybody on the show, what would you like to see the Biden administration accomplish? One thing that I would like to see um, Biden accomplish while he's in, um, while he's president is I was looking at his um, stuff that he promised to the people, and I saw that the the Biden commitment to a fair and humane immigration system was um, on that. And from what I know is that he expanded the Deferred Action of Childhood Arrivals, which is um, DACA. And uh, DACA, for people that might not know, is applied to um, Central American minors who were brought into the U.S. illegally when they were younger um, and allowed them to stay under a legal status. And this is something really important to me. And I would like to see Biden, like, actually act on that and 
just because it's something that I'm truly passionate about since I want to become an immigration lawyer. I want to see like a change in that. Exclamation point. I'm <laughs> not even going to say nothing behind that, Danielle. That is awesome, Sister Sledge. All right. Very good. And looking over your survey, I asked a few questions on the survey just so that the audience knows ahead of time so that I could actually get an idea yes, of what yes. my students are thinking. I think you answered yes to free community college. Any thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, um, most definitely. I think it should be free considering since I'm in Heartland Community College. And I don't think it should be like I... I mean, not just community college, but like college in general. I feel like it should be like free to everybody that wants an education and to continue on with their education. I just, I, yeah, I think it should be free for anybody who wants to, you know, keep going with their studies and stuff. Awesome. Very good. All right, Daniela. Well, I want to thank you for actually coming on the podcast. You have been a, a pleasure to have in this course. The times that I have exchanged emails with you, I know that you are a very astute young lady and that you are a very pleasant individual. So thank you for coming on the podcast and being in my class. Is there any final words that you would like to say? No, it was just a pleasure to be here um, and to be able to do this. Um, I really enjoyed the class, and I I think I'm also uh, enrolled in um, criminology, and you're my teacher in there, too. For next semester? Oh, no. Oh, this, this semester. semester? Yeah. Oh, you in both my classes? Yeah. Awesome. I didn't yeah. even realize that. So, awesome. Yeah, it, I've learned a lot, like, from both classes. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. So you have been busy this semester. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. What my student Daniela has learned, important constitutional rights, and what can be done to make America a better place to live. Until next time, keep living your best life. God bless and Godspeed. <laughs>